0: from the left coast of the United States of America is a man with a burden it's a man with a passion and a man with a message that God has given to us for given to him to preach to us I hope you are ready to hear the word of the Lord tonight amen Amen. hallelujah would you give the Lord a praise offering tonight but brother Nathan Martin comes And preaches from his heart to us tonight. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I appreciate the good spirit that I feel here tonight. And I'm so glad to be at Heritage 2006. Amen. We've been coming to this meeting now for several years. In fact, I was at the inaugural meeting they had next door in the old sanctuary. You know, young people, you need to thank God that you are here. And uh, Pentecost is not equal all over Pentecost. And uh, everything does not always measure up. But be thankful that your pastor has sent you to a meeting like this. There's revival here. There's doctrine. There's friendship. There's safety. There is renewal. There is strength. You're going to make memories that will last a lifetime. Hallelujah. You don't feeding find meetings like this. All too common nowadays. Now, many of you may think it's common because of the great circles of fellowship that we have established. But it's not always that common. But this conference is definitely meeting a need in this apostolic movement. Definitely meeting a need. And I am so grateful to Brother Johnson and Brother Burgess and this local church for taking this on. It's a big project. It's expensive. It's a lot of work. But I want to say that it's been a blessing to me personally, to my family, to our church. Heritage is a pastor's friend. It really is. This is the kind of meeting you thank God your, your people can go to. You're glad they can go to. And I'm, I'm just thankful for that. And to be here with Brother, Brother Bass and Brother Pixar and Brother Booker, these are some of the finest preachers in Pentecost. And I'm thankful to be with men like this and I believe that this meeting and uh, what brother Burgess and brother Johnson are doing here I really believe that it is helping to shape uh, the apostolic movement for the future I really do I believe that they are making an imprint upon young people that will carry it into the future and I feel good about that imprint thank God the theme that I saw in the brochure was bring back the glory And I'm going to tell you something. It's going to happen around here this week. Praise God. God is going to do good things in this house. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's turn in our Bibles. We're going to go to Romans 4 and Hebrews 6 and Luke 19. Romans 4, Hebrews 6. Luke 19. Praise God. Hallelujah. I feel this message on my heart tonight. I really do. And um, God is in the business of changing people. God is in the business of building a church and using people. That's how God operates. And I believe that tonight, God wants to begin something in this house not because I'm preaching but because he always when his people gather together he's there to meet them and he's there to do things he said if just two or three are gathered there am I not for my sake but for the sake of you for the sake of what we need I believe that God wants to begin something tonight in this service Romans chapter 4 verse 17 as it is written I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were something that has not happened yet God looks at it as past tense as though they were Hebrews chapter 6 Hebrews chapter 6. Now couched in this, there's a word of warning in verse 4. But in verse 5, there's something I want to draw attention to. And having tasted and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. The powers of the world to come. He said you have tasted things that are not In Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19, beginning verse 41, speaking of Jesus here, when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, if thou hadst known even thou, at least in this thy day, thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace. But now they are hid from thine eyes for the day shall come upon thee that an enemy shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee in on every side. And lay thee even with the ground and thy children within thee and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. He said this thy day the things which belong unto thy peace and the time of thy visitation praise God let's pray together Lord I'm coming to you and I pray Lord I pray God that the spirit of the Lord would talk to us tonight I pray that the Holy Ghost would minister to us God these are precious young people these are precious young people these are your youth these are your kids and I pray God that tonight something would happen that something in the spirit would take place in hearts and in minds and in lives i pray god let there be a work of the spirit in jesus name in jesus name oh that's right let's ask god to visit with us hallelujah let's ask god to visit with us let's ask god to talk to us let's ask god you may be seated Bible says in Proverbs said <clears throat> 23 he said my son give me thine heart give me thine heart and tonight as I preach I, I, I realize that I'm holding hearts in my hand and I want to I want to deal carefully and I want to deal in the will of God but I want to say this at the outset uh, uh, that God has something for us here tonight and I hope that our, our hearts are open to what God wants to say now I realize that what I read here in Luke 19 our last scripture I realize that there is a tone of rebuke which is expressed here when Jesus is speaking of visitation he's talking to Jerusalem he's talking to the nation of Israel and he's telling them good things could have happened but because you didn't realize what was going on and missed your visitation he said now the blessing that would have been has now become a curse But I'm using this passage tonight. I'm simply using this passage. He said there was something that belonged to thy peace. He said there was a day, this thy day. And he said you didn't know the time of thy visitation. I'm simply using this passage tonight to open our minds to the fact that there are times of divine visitation. Moments when God is not just present. God is always present. But not just present, but you know what I mean that there are times when he is manifest and he is exposed those moments when he is barefaced he is unveiled all of us know we come to church and we experience the presence of god and we experience a move of god and a move of the holy ghost and all that i i we we understand that but we also know that there are other times and there are other services and there are other moments when it was different than just experiencing the touch of god it was different than just feeling a a good Sunday night jolt and I'm I'm not disparaging any service uh, but I'm saying there are times all of us know you're thinking right now of services that you sat through when you know God was in there in a very real way God was manifestly present not just there but we knew he was there and our skin tingled with the the Shekinah feeling of his presence uh, and his glory in Acts chapter 15 He said, known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world, even those works. He knows all of his works, even those that are to come, those that have not happened yet. There is nothing taking him by surprise. The word of God speaks about the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Before there was ever a Calvary, before Jesus ever walked this earth, there was the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. I'm not saying Jesus pre-existed Bethlehem, but I'm saying God has a plan. Before God put it all in motion, he finished it all. It was already a completed work before it was created. In Romans chapter 8, he said, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Whom he called, he justified. Whom he justified, them he also glorified. Everybody stay with me here just a moment. I'm laying some groundwork. Hebrews chapter 11. He said, by faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear and prepared in ark. Verse 8. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance he went out not knowing whither he went daniel speaks to the king of babylon concerning the king's dream and this is what he had to say uh, daniel spoke to nebuchadnezzar and said there is a god in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days in other words king you're seeing things that haven't happened yet you're tasted uh, you're tasting uh, a little bit of things that are to come and That's what I'm preaching tonight I want to preach to you just a little while On this thought Visitations from your future Visitations from your future Job said it like this Times are not hidden From the almighty Isaiah said behold the former things Are come to pass And new things do I declare Before they spring forth I tell you of them He also said declaring The end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done. He said the things that haven't been done yet. He said I will stand and I will tell you of those things. And he said my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Talking about visitations from your future. In Romans chapter 4 we read God calls those things that be not as though they were he doesn't dwell in time and space like we do he doesn't have a scheduler like we have he sees it all in one look he sees everything that's happened everything that is happening and everything that's going to happen Hebrews 4 says all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do past present future eternity all of it is just a handful God he can easily grasp it he can easily take it in I'm talking about visitations from your future you see God has plans God has desires God has things he wants to do and if you look throughout all the Word of God his plans always involve people which means that his people that are sitting here tonight which means you great young people that means you are in God's plans. You are in God's plans. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 5, we read it. They tasted of the good word of God and of the powers of the world to come. When he talked about that world there, he wasn't talking about a planet. He wasn't talking about a globe. You've heard people use the term the ancient world, the the historic world. He's not talking about a planet. He's talking about a period of time. And when he said the good world uh, or the world, the powers of the world to come, that, that phrase to come means an intended possibility. You see, such an event happened to Abraham in Genesis chapter 18. Now stay with me here. The Lord appeared unto him in the plains of man. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. I'm reading from Genesis 18. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and, lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and said, My Lord, if I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away from thy servant. And then he goes on. He fixes a meal. Abraham and Sarah get together. They throw a meal together, and they begin to host these heavenly visitors. And then the Lord spoke during the course of this get-together. And he says, Sarah is going to have a son. And Sarah laughs uh, because she's so old. She's so well past the age uh, of bearing children that she laughs. And the Lord calls her on it. And everybody start paying close attention. God is talking to a particular woman on a particular day. And he has a particular word that is for her. He's not talking to anybody else. Uh, He is talking to Sarah. And he calls her, Sarah, did you laugh? And they go through the little routine. And finally he says this. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return. At the time appointed, he said, I've got a future that is centered for you. And he said, if you'll grab a hold of it. He said, there's coming a day. There's come.'" You're being visited by your future. Sarah, do you know what's going on? Hear me now. It hasn't happened yet. But out there in your future, there is something scheduled. There is something that is preordained. There are things that are arranged and fixed and in place. God has settled there. Sarah, don't you see? I have come here today from your future. I'm here to visit with you, Sarah, but guess where I came from? I didn't come from yesterday. I didn't come from today. I came from what's going to be. I came from what's going to happen. I came from what's coming. Sarah, this is a visitation from your future. Sarah, don't you get it? Sarah, don't you see it? I'm bringing tomorrow to you. I'm bringing it back here where you are. I'm bringing it back here to the present. I'm talking about visitations from your future. Jeremiah 29, he said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. You're on God's mind. You're not just sitting here a little old flunky nobody. You are on the mind of God. God, he said, I know the thoughts that I think, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you. He said, I want to give you an expected end. That word expected there means it's a cord. It's an attachment. That's what the word expected there. Go look it up. It means an attachment bound together with a cord. He said, I'm going to give you an expected in, like a rope used to bind something together. Listen carefully now. There are moments in our present when God visits us with our future. And in that visitation, if we receive it, he binds the two together until it becomes an expected in. There are moments when god steps into a service and he calls your name he calls your name and he says come here come here he says come here i've got something that i want to join together with you i want to bind it together he said i have an expected ear i am come here from your future Oh, come on, I feel the Holy Ghost right now talking. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost moving this place right now. Come on, young men. Come on, young ladies. The Holy Ghost is moving into this place right now. I'm talking about visitations from your future. I'm talking about visitations where God comes from what he wants you to be. God comes from what he means for you to be. God comes from your calling that's going to be. He steps out from tomorrow's potential, and he comes to today. Hurara ba sha yako yo torara ba ya Ira ro Oh god Ira bo sho yo torara Oh god Oh god Oh god Oh god speak So many young people go through times of even apostolic young people. I don't know who I am. Don't know what I'm doing. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know what's going on in life. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is here tonight to put all those insecurities to rest. The Holy Ghost is here tonight to take all of those things. And he may not answer every question, but he'll answer the one that matters the most. I have for you an expected end. What was it like when Sarah looked into the eyes and realized I'm seeing my future? I'm seeing what God has for me. I'm seeing what God made for me. Sarah, don't you, didn't you hear me, Sarah? At the appointed time, God's got it all marked down. At the appointed time, I will return return because I'm not really from here Sarah I'm from your future and I've come back here to visit with you all oh, the weight of your future is in this service right now all moments are not created equal I recall times in my youth when my future visited I remember about 15 years old At a conference in Bakersfield, California, early 1980s. God visited with me. He pulled back the curtain. Right now, Brother Johnson, right now I can still feel that feeling. I can still see that preacher. And I can see me. And I'm telling you, there were thousands of other young people in that place. But it was like God and that preacher were talking to me. Does that mean you think you're special? No, 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 no. Everybody in here has that moment. Everybody in here has that time. Everybody, if you'll accept it. If you know the time of your visitation. If you realize it's not just another service. I remember sitting in that service. I remember God pulled back the curtain on my future. And when he did, I saw what needed to happen in my present. I saw what I needed to do right then i went and sat down with my father who's here tonight and we began to talk for hours and hours and hours we talked i said there's things i've got to know there's things i need direction on i need some help why why because i had been visited by my future and I realize, hey, if I'm going there, some things have got to change here. I remember when I faced another momentous decision and a preacher came. All I know, young people, is that every critical moment in my young life, there was always a preacher. Every time... There was always a preacher. And I remember when that preacher came, he said, come sit down over here. And we sit on the back pew of that church. He said, sit down here, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you a little bit. And again, I realized I'm being visited by my future. I remember when a man of God in my life, very dear to me, called up and he said, I, I want you to come to my house. I want to talk to you. There's some things that need to be settled. Now think of that scripture says thine eyes shall hear a word behind thee saying This is the way, walk ye in it. If you're facing the right future, you'll hear the right word behind you. You will. Hallelujah. And as he spoke. I was again captivated by the moment that I realized had not yet arrived in reality, but yet I was living in it, for God had a plan. So he visited me with my future, and I remember walking out of that meeting. I remember other meetings where times I, I didn't want to go out after church. I didn't want to fellowship, and I'm for fellowship, I'm for going out, I'm for having friends and, and being social and all that, but there are moments that are unlike other moments, and there are times when nothing else matters and there are visitations from our future. And when those moments show up, you can't let them slip. I've seen some miss their visitation. I've seen it. Oh, oh, there's names and faces right now in my mind they missed their visitation but God has stepped in here this evening and yanked our future to our face and said, here here's the plans I have for you here's what is yours here's what I'll do with you I feel the Holy Ghost in this place uh-huh you see it now don't you you feel it now don't you you hear that voice speaking to you you know you're looking your future in the face you know you're being visited by your future things too personal things too individualized for me to speak too specifically but you know that right now you're being visited by your future Oh hallelujah let's all stand together this is a sacred moment church is not dismissed it is not fellowship time it's not hit the door and head for the restaurant time everybody close your eyes even if you don't care for what's going on or if it bugs you please close your eyes out of reverence for what God is doing for others I'm talking about visitations from your future, your future. Oh, God. He said you've tasted of that world to come. And once you've experienced that visitation, you cannot remain the same. Peter tried to go back to fishing after God had put a touch on him. Peter tried to go back, He said, "I'm going fishing." Read it in John 21. He said, "I'm going fishing." All of a sudden he heard a voice on the shore, and it says he threw his clothes off and he jumped into the sea. You'll never be able to get away from it, young man. You'll never be able to get away from Hear me, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost. You'll never be able to get away from it. You may backslide and go to hell, but if you do, you'll take it with you to hell. And your worst haunting memory in hell will be what could have been and what should have been. And been standing in service like this one tonight when the Holy Ghost put his hand on your head uh, and put his arms around your heart and said, look, look, I have for you an expected in. Look, I have. You'll never be able to get away from it. Never you are marked for the rest of your life you can't escape it once that has touched you once that anointing once that spirit has flowed over you you can't run from it you can run wherever you want to go you can backslide as far as you want to go but in still moments when you're rational and thinking straight you're gonna remember when you were visited by your future. (laughs) Oh, come on, young people. This altar's open. There are situations. There may even be relationships that you're holding on to right now. But if you could capture this moment, those things would fade away. When you see your future, you'll find yourself in this visitation. You'll find yourself. You'll find what you he said, Behold, you don't know the thoughts, uh, you don't know the plans I have for you. Come on, young people, let's find a place to pray. I'm talking about visitations from your future. When the Holy Ghost steps in and says, look what I've got for you. Look what I've planned. That's right, everybody move forward and to the sides as far as you can. People are trying to get up. We might not all make it to the altar, but we can move up in some of these front pews and seek the Lord. There are some of us tonight, you know what I'm saying is true. You know what's going on. You know something's flipping over inside of you right now. Say, my God, God is dealing with me. God is talking to me God's trying to do something in my heart I'm talking about visitations From your future Moments when God steps in And says okay here you are This is what I mean for you to be This is what I've got planned This is my hope for you This is my dream for you This is my potential for you Don't miss it young lady Don't miss it young man Hear the voice of the Holy Ghost Hear the voice of the Spirit You've got to know the time of your visitation. You've got to know the time of your visitation. Some of us that are trying to get forward, it may not happen. Just kneel down in some of those pews or wherever you can find a place. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, come on, let's seek the Lord. You've got to know the time of your visitation. You've got to know what God is speaking. You've got to know when he is speaking. He said, let me show you the things that belong to you. Let me show you the expected end. That's right. Let's just fill the aisles. Pastors, youth leaders, help me pray. Help me move among these young people. Visitations. Visitations. Visitations! from your future. All of a sudden, what I'm stuck on now doesn't matter so much. What I'm bothering with now doesn't matter so much. What's turning my attention away right now doesn't matter so much when I've seen my future, when I've seen what God wants to do, when I've seen what God wants to accomplish. Oh, that's right. Come on. Come on, young man. You know what God's saying. You know what God's speaking. Come on, young lady. Come on, you know. You know this is not just another moment. You know it's not just another conference. It's not just another time to get together and socialize. It's not just another night out. It's not just another service. You know that God's talking to you. You know what your pastor said. You know what your parents have said. You know what God has spoken to you. You've been visited. From your future. God has pulled your future into the present. To it. And I'm going there. Oh, that's right.